if you're anything like me and you're participating in the NFT space and you've been on NFT Twitter recently, it's been more and more chatter and talk about the magic token. These small brains PFPs are popping up and a lot of mentions of the treasure buzzword. Um, well, certainly this <clears throat> came to uh, a tipping point for me just about a week ago. And I decided to go down the rabbit hole and really dive into this project. And I will caveat that I'm certainly still a beginner. I'm not an expert. Uh, I'm not you know, one of the folks who've been around this since it was, came out in November. But with that being said, I spent a lot of time with the project. I feel like I've got a good working beginner's knowledge. And I thought I'd share that uh, with our audience. There's a lot of folks have been coming up to me and asking me questions about this project. So uh, in this uh, quick segment, what we're gonna do is cover what is Treasure, what are the projects? We're going to talk about how to buy and, and using the Arbitrum L2 rollup and then end with why I'm bullish on this project. So let's go ahead and kick off with what is Treasure. <clears throat> I'm going to show the Treasure website, treasure.lol, Treasure, the metaverse bridge world governed by TreasureDAO. Treasure bridges the growing network of metaverses through an open and composable approach to the convergence of NFT, DeFi, and gaming. Cross-ecosystem ties are bolstered through our interrelated resource model, Magic, Treasures, and Legions. All right. So what does all that mean? There's a lot of jargon and, and buzzwords in here. So first and foremost, Treasure is an ecosystem. And it is an ecosystem... Um, that is looking to capture, this would be a world of metaverses. So there is a kind of foundational metaverse in Treasure, which is called Bridgeworld. And that is where the, the primary and the founding native game of Treasure is played. Um, <clears throat> that game involves NFTs and tokens. So the primary NFTs in Bridgeworld are the treasures, and the legions. So the, they've got the descriptors here. The legions are the, the characters or the players of the game. And then the treasures are the resources that the players use. Um, all of which to try to, essentially the goal of the game is to get more magic, um, which is the, the token and also the currency of this entire ecosystem. So all of the NFTs in the treasure ecosystem are purchased with the magic token. Um, so that's a, a bit of background on, on what it is. <clears throat> I wanna break down a little bit of what they mean by convergence of NFTs, DeFi, and gaming. So we talked a little bit about the NFTs. The NFTs here are the treasures and the legions. Where DeFi comes in is in staking. So on the top of the website, you'll see the option to mine. Mining is where you can essentially lock your treasures into a staking pool. And based on the type of treasures they are, there's a point system that will acquire different um, magic token appreciation rates. So the longer they're staked, you'll accumulate more and more magic tokens based on what kinds of treasure you have. Um, so those who are familiar with the DeFi space, it's similar to you know, the launching of new platforms where if you stake your tokens, you get large APY uh, token yields. This is the kind of the NFT version of, of bringing that staking into, into play here. Um, and then the gaming aspect is there's also a play to earn component here where you use your legions to go on quests or adventures in this metaverse um, to acquire more treasures and ultimately more magic. So 
that's the, the basics here. Um, additionally, Treasure has its own marketplace, and we'll talk a bit about that. The, the Treasure team actually has a really nice thread pinned to their Twitter page at Treasure underscore NFT. And I'm going to walk through that here because I think it's a useful way uh, to build some more foundational knowledge. So starting with the first tweet, um, Treasure began with a simple idea. What if we built a metaverse around fictional resources instead of characters? So previously, most PFP products, right? They all start with the characters here. This is actually derived from loot uh, and the treasure bags that were a part of that game and that ecosystem. So the treasure is actually the kind of the founding idea or pivot point here. As we scroll down, this metaverse revolves around the dance between two resources, magic and treasures. Treasures are magical items that can produce new resources, but only when enough magic tokens have been staked, magic powers on the resources. Conversely, treasures produce the instruments needed to extract more magic. The metaverse is designed to make magic mining more difficult over time. Uh, essentially, it is an equilibrium where magic makes treasures productive, treasures produce the tools to acquire more magic. Um, <clears throat> then as we get into really where this ties together, uh, it ties together with the players in this world are the legions. Um, so the, the legions are the PFP character NFTs, which will be the soldiers mining the magic and then using treasures to upgrade their class. Um, so again, those are the three primary components to this ecosystem, this economy. You've got the, the players, which are the legions, who use treasures to try to accumulate more treasures and essentially more magic. Um, and then there's also staking and P2E components. So as we scroll down here, we get the first glimpse of what this bridge world metaverse will look like. Um, and from the team, soon the treasure website will be an interactive game where users can actually explore the metaverse and accumulate treasures, magic, and legions through going on adventures. So that's really where the play to earn component comes into play. So it's not live yet. Right now you just have the staking component, which is live which is more of the DeFi uh, piece of this, P2E still to come. That's where we're at right now with this primary bridge world project with legions and treasures. But let's take a look at the team's vision. And they certainly have a large vision for what this is. This can eventually be. Um, like blockchains, metaverses will have bridges between them. In the metaverse, these bridges will be resources. Um, They've got visions for more and more projects to come out in this treasure ecosystem, but they'll all be bound by this magic token. So any new project that comes out, the NFTs will need to be purchased through the, the magic token, which is the currency of this ecosystem. Uh, essentially, this is building out a world of metaverses. So one of the first examples of this is the Small Brains project. So this is a product that's live. It launched in November. The Small Brains have their own metaverse. It's called the Smallverse, and we'll show it here uh, a bit later on. Um, that is its own project, its own metaverse. It is separate from Bridgeworld, but it all exists in this treasure ecosystem. And to purchase the Small Brains NFTs, you need the magic token. So that's really how this all ties together. They've got three projects live already with life, small brains and the small bodies with more in the works to come already. Um, they talk a little bit here about building up their treasury. 
Um, so there is an NFT marketplace within the treasury ecosystem. I, I mentioned earlier, this marketplace is live. They take a 5% commission on all the sales, which goes back to the treasure DAO to help um, fund new projects that are going to continue to come down the line, a bit of a curation board, make decisions on staking details, things of that nature. Um, and they go on to say that we believe magic can become the ETH of the metaverse. And that's really the power at stake here is if this treasury ecosystem can take off, if more products can be successful and launch on treasure, well, all those products require the magic token. So more and more users will have to come and acquire the magic token to be able to participate. And lastly, they certainly believe in the, the concepts and principles of fair launch. And they've got a little bit of a contrast to compare between the typical NFT projects and then treasure. And primarily what's different is all the projects that have launched to date on treasure have been launched for free. Um, essentially for those who have been staking the magic token, they've, been they've had access to mint the projects or access to get on whitelists for free mints. So all the mints have been free so far to date. Uh, which is certainly different than your standard projects. And I really appreciate uh, this last bullet point where the devs, the founding team of TreasureDAO, they only make money if the metaverse has value. So certainly their incentives are in line with making sure this ecosystem thrives. So I'll pause right there. <clears throat> that is a, a full intro of the Treasure ecosystem and the vision of the founding team. Now let's take a look at what some of these characters and what the marketplace actually looks like. So we'll start with the, the bridge world and treasures uh, game. So taking a look at the Legion. So these are the PFPs, as you may be more familiar with, or the, the players that execute the game. Um, we see also in intro introducing for the first time here, the treasure marketplace. This is the look and the feel. We see the floor price for the Legion's Genesis uh, around 4,200 magic tokens. Magic is sitting around $4 per token. So around 16,000, around five ETH right now um, is the floor price for these. And you can see the total volume traded. Here you'll get a sense of what the characters are and what they look like. So the most common Legion Genesis are the, the common players. And you can see there's a few different uh, images, views of what those players are. Um, as you scroll down, you get into the players that have uh, smaller supplies and thus higher price points. They have different, they'll have different uh, uses and roles and skills that will play out in those quests. We've got the Numerares. We've got the Riverman character, which is at a 7,200 magic floor. We've got fighters, range, siege, assassins. Then at the top of the board, the all class character, which is at 41,500 magic. So around 160,000 close to 54 on those. Um, so this is a quick introduction for what the marketplace looks like and what the Genesis Legion characters all look like. These are uh, essentially additions. Um, so like the common seven, there's multiple of these. This is the lowest price one, uh, just for those who aren't, aren't aware. And then that's one aspect. The other NFT is the treasures, right? So the treasures, a much smaller floor, much higher supply on these. Uh, you get a sense here for what the treasures actually are. It's like quarter pennies, gold coins, emeralds, dragon tails, donkeys. Then at the high end of the board, we see as we scroll down the grin, sitting at 3,500 magic honeycombs, cap of invisibility. 
Um, right now, there is a, a different weighting of the staking rewards that each of these treasures gets. And that's been a big driver of the price points, but also rumors and speculation about how each of these treasures will play out in this larger game. So for those who are, are more you know, attuned to the, to the gaming space, it has some of those you know, World of Warcraft quest type game vibes, um, which is certainly something that I'm new to and, and not a little bit out of my wheelhouse or comfort zone. But that is a reason why I personally been a little bit more attracted to one of the other headlining projects in the treasure ecosystem, that being the small brains. Uh, so I'm going to quickly walk through the beginner's guide uh, that's been published and attached to their Twitter page for the small brains project. Um, so again, this sits within the treasure ecosystem. You see they have the, the ape uh, or the monkey, essentially PFP characters. They're referred to as smalls and they're dynamic. So as you stake these NFTs, their brains earn IQ. And as you earn more IQ, your heads get, the heads of the characters get bigger. So with every 50 IQ points, the monkey's head size increases one size. They started at zero IQ, zero head size. They get all the way up to five uh, head size and 300 IQ at the peak, which is the maximum IQ uh, of the small brains. Um, you acquire this again through staking, which requires the small land. The, the incentive for doing the staking as the average intelligence of the small brains increases, small brain land NFTs earn one new tech breakthrough. So additional utility with the higher IQ that you have. And then over time, once the civilization becomes advanced enough, they'll get onto a new adventure. A rocket ship will take off and seek a new world. We actually saw the rocket ship take off yesterday. It was actually quite exciting. Take a look at the video on their Twitter page or in their Discord. Um, a few side projects of, or, or drops tied to this overall project have already come to fruition. Uh, the small cars exist and have been dropped already, and we expect the next drop to be the small brain pets. Um, <clears throat> but this is certainly not the end of the road here, um, as there is an extensive roadmap. Um, Let's actually go ahead and, and take a look at that roadmap. And this is kind of what got me even more excited here this week about this project. Um, if you go over to their Twitter page on January 5th, they posted this image. Uh, it can be you know, a, a little bit tricky to see. If you click it, you can expand it. Um, but they've essentially laid out a roadmap of the next uh, four quarters. So here in Q1, we see the rocket taking off from the world. This is already... Uh, this just happened this week. Next up, we've got an airdrop. Assuming this is going to be the small pets, um, but there's rumors of a backpack. Uh, then it looks like there's some kind of vote that's going to take place here in Q1. Um, then in Q2, these pink notes, uh, it looks like there is a game of some kind tied to Smallville. We've got the small babies and then some car races. So uh, one of the aspects of the, the staking and the, the DeFi mechanics of small brains is if you have a male and a female small brains, you can breed them to create small babies. And then the speculation is the small babies will, will be able to participate, go and acquire things like coconuts, which have magic inside them, essentially a staking or yield reward for uh, the owners of those small brains NFTs. So incentives to have both a male and a female then there's speculation of car races. So utility for those who own the small cars. 
as we get deeper into the roadmap, it looks like uh, building out houses and additional future worlds and a lot TBD here uh, for the, the remainder of the year. Taking a quick look at what the NFT is looking like, actually look like in the small brains marketplace on treasure here. Uh, we see the floor price right around 3,350 magic. So just a bit below the, the Genesis legions, but still 12, 13,000 USD around four ETH or so. So, you know, a substantial floor. Um, we see that what the characters look like, the, the different head sizes for those who have the higher IQs, um, those who have the, the lower IQs a bit. So two very different projects. Um, you know, to me as a newcomer, the Genesis Legions, the treasures is a little bit more overwhelming. It's a little bit more like one of those World of Warcraft games. It feels like you need a deeper dive. You need to really dive in to the game and how each of the treasures will potentially play out. The small brains is a little bit easier to digest early on. Um, it's got simpler mechanics, right? So you have an NFT, you stake it, the head size increases, the IQ size increases, which will drive future utility down the line. We've got the breeding, which we've already seen in other NFT games like Anonymize, where you, you know, breed the two NFTs and you get new NFTs accumulated. Um, then you've got the, the P2E aspect of it, right? Where you can send your small babies on adventures to get coconuts, which yields more magic. Um, so that's my kind of basic understanding of the game. Um, it certainly feels a little bit like this is the, the Board Ape Yacht Club project of treasure. And the Genesis Legions is more akin to like the CryptoPunks as the OG product of treasure. Um, What's been interesting to me is I feel like there's more and more folks being onboarded to treasure through the small brains project. Um, I feel like it's catching more steam. I think that's definitely tied to the rabbit community that's already evolving around this project. And quite honestly, probably because it's easier to play, it's easier to understand. Um, so that, that's my view of the, the primary products. And there are more products that I'm not gonna cover today. Um, I wanna talk about how to get started. So. If you want to participate in the treasure ecosystem, uh, you'll need to have the magic token. It's also, I don't know that I've mentioned this yet, treasury ecosystem lives on the Arbitrum L2 rollup from Ethereum. So it's not an ETH-based project or ecosystem, it's actually on Arbitrum. So to participate, you will need to bridge your Ethereum to Arbitrum. Uh, that was actually a, a roadblock for me until I dove into it. It's actually very simple to do. Uh, just a handful of steps. So you go to bridge.arbitrum.io and then you, sim you simply enter the amount of ETH that you want to bridge over to the Arbitrum L2. It takes about 10 minutes to do this. Uh, once your ETH clears on Arbitrum, you simply go to a DEX or an exchange like SushiSwap. Uh, you need to change your mainnet to Arbitrum because you're now participating on the Arbitrum rollup you'll do a swap from ETH to the magic token. Um, <clears throat> again, for however much that you want to do your swap. And then at that point, you will have magic. And then you lastly, you just need to make sure that your MetaMask is also in the Arbitrum mainnet. So there is a toggle filter up top that you'll need to make sure you, that you toggle over and then you can participate. And that's really as simple as it is to change your ETH into magic. It takes 10 minutes, um, much smaller of a roadblock than I initially thought it would be. Uh, that kind of, it, it, 
essentially ends my beginner's guide. I want to come to a conclusion with a few thoughts of why I'm bullish on this ecosystem and what's to come. So they've got a, a nice marketplace analytics site. Um, it's a bit down this morning, but <clears throat> essentially what we're seeing is 60% of the all-time treasure volume has happened this week. So all-time, this eco has done about $52 million USD. Well, it did $34 million this week. And actually, it, it made the Arbitrum L2 roll-up the, the second uh, highest uh, marketplace uh, in revenue behind OpenSea here. Um, so they're producing real numbers. Uh, on pace for a $150 million a month, uh, which really puts it neck and neck with where OpenSea was last July. And right now there's only a handful of projects with a lot more to come. And that really leads into you know, the other factor at play here. Um, and this is a buzzword people throw around, but it's that flywheel concept. But because of this currency being magic and all the NFTs priced in magic, it has a built-in flywheel mechanism. So as the existing projects get more popular, those NFT prices will go up as there's more demand, thus more demand for the magic token. As new projects launch and are successful, there will be ongoing and new demand for the magic token. Um, so <clears throat> it produces this flywheel. There is ever ongoing demand for the token, which is you know, different from kind of some of the standard DeFi platforms that come out of the gate, they surge their APYs, everyone farms you know, for the initial lockup period and they dump and move on. Uh, this has the longer lasting incentives um, for a continued demand for this token. And certainly we've seen that in the price increase here this week as it was just around $1.50 uh, per magic at the end of December, now already up to $4 or so. Certainly will be one to watch and of course, dependent on, you know, users liking these projects and new projects that come to the ecosystem. And of course, balancing out the new tokens. There is a token unlock on January 24th. That will certainly be interesting to watch. So that's it. That's what I wanted to cover in this guide. On our Twitter, we will release um, some notes with all these helpful links. I, I also wrote up a beginner's guide for the Lucky Trader website. Uh, which will be published tomorrow. Um, so we'll link to that as well for those who want to dive in and learn more about this. But thank you for joining us. This was our walkthrough of the Treasury ecosystem.